0: The views expressed on this show do not reflect Arch rival, Adidas, or any other companies associated with them. With that being said, enjoy. It's the fresh club. Stripe talk, 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 Adidas on the feet with Ray and Jonathan McQueen. Tuning every other week to get that stripe talk from the streets, huh? Stripe talk. This is uh, Ray Jefferson, joined as always by my guy, Jonathan McQueen. John, what's going on, bro?
1: What's up, man? Nothing much, man. Just maintaining, man. Maintaining. Really excited for season two. Obviously, we got crazy reviews on episode one. I just want to keep it rolling for this episode, man.
0: Yes, that is very true. And uh, before we get started, big announcement number one. We are now in the iOS App Store as well as the Android Google Play uh, market. So download us, you have no reason not to listen. And uh, yeah, man, let's jump right into Consumer Insights. Before we do that though, go ahead and introduce uh, the song by your boy. Of course, man,
1: the one and only theme song for Consumer Insights, Only Strikes by our guy, Familiar Max, down here in South Carolina, always going hard for us. So we appreciate it, Max
0: some stripes on the tee, on the tee, do some stripes on the sneaks, on the sneaks, want you take a look at me, look at me, only gun to go see, gon see, only stripes, only stripes, yeah, only stripes, only stripes. Alright guys,
2: so we
0: got my boy Chase Kickers on the line, Chase, what's going on big dog?
2: I'm doing great, man. Uh, Thanks for having me. I'm excited excited to be on with you guys. So Chase, man, thank you for joining the show today. I know a lot of people are like, who's this guy Chase? Who's this
1: guy Chase? So uh, Chase, go on and give them a little background on what you do currently and uh, maybe some highlights
2: from your career thus far. All right. So uh, basically, I am what you'd call a professional dunker. I travel around, do dunk contests, and... Um, basically, I just got into that, into that from playing basketball. I wanted to jump higher. Uh, I was, you know, a guy who couldn't really—I wasn't really all, all all that athletic and couldn't jump. And I just became obsessed with trying to basically close that gap with uh, with guys who were more athletic than me. So I started training and learning a lot about it. It's led this led to this crazy journey. So that's basically who I am.
0: Yeah, Chase is being humble, man. I like. I know we didn't get a chance to talk all about your past when
2: we were in New York because we were all
0: focused on trying to trying to beat each other in the summer series. But you were what, an aeronautical engineer, or what, what did you study when you were in college? It was something crazy.
2: Yeah. So in college, uh, my major was aerospace engineering, and I currently work for an engineering firm now. Uh, I do that all that stuff full time. And kind of, I, I basic basketball is just something I love so much. So I just, you know, I spend a lot of my free time and energy on, on that. Still, I uh, currently play, play still. I play a little ABA ball this season um then i do a lot of the dunking stuff during the what would be the dunking season it's kind of the summer very nice man i obviously didn't do any of that i'm like horrible on math i can get as far as like two plus two but as soon as you
1: start throwing more numbers at me i'm just more confused but um go on and let them know as far as um
2: adidas is concerned. what are some of the basketball silos that you've been playing this um this year so far so right now um my favorite shoe is uh to hoop in these days is the crazy explosive um, i have both the high and the low versions and I really, I really like them. I would say pretty picky about what I like in a basketball shoe. And that, that checks a lot of the boxes for me. Perfect. And that's
0: exactly why we wanted to get you on this week is to talk about those particulars. So I know me and Jonathan always talk about it. The misconception is when you see a high top, you think that's made for like a bigger player a forward, you know, maybe a Kristaps Porzingis, somebody that's tall, but also athletic. But talk about for you, obviously, your guard being that you're six feet how what's the major difference you see from the lows to the high just besides the
2: ankle uh, support so i prefer a low top um basically just like like you were talking about just just being able to make lateral movements and all that sort of stuff i don't really like my ankle being constricted but this particular shoe, I didn't mind the high top version. I actually liked it a lot, and it's just because of the the way uh, I guess the way it fit on my ankle and how how it's it's high in the front, but it's actually like a kind of like a two piece where that uh, you know there there's still ankle mobility there, and um, it performed a lot better for me than a lot of other high tops do. So, if you were designing your own basketball shoe, what is one particular piece
1: that is a must for the basketball shoe that you wear?
2: So I would actually look for three things in any basketball shoe that I get, and that's traction, um, basically lockdown, so how tight it fits on uh, fits on my foot, and then um, also just kind of court feel. Um, I want to I want to be able to get be, basically have the shoe be responsive. So the materials are you know are very much key for me. Perfect, perfect. So
0: Let's go into a little bit of the dunker world so number one who's your favorite dunker of all time
2: of all time it's uh i mean vince carter that's a, that's an easy one for me um kind of the, the guy who took dunking to another level uh doing some just amazing thing and in, in things and games and it was at a at a time when you know i was i was coming up and uh becoming a big time basketball fan so vince carter's definitely it for me and he's a so you know that that's an
0: amazing answer <laughs> before you go john i know i just throw that in there
1: <laughs> This guy, always has to go in the Tar Heel-Duke rivalry, man. It's all good. I'm not even worried about it, man. We'll go on and move on from that uh, Tar Heel uh, fact that Ray just brought up. But, man, I know we just talked about your favorite dunk of all time. So when was Chase's first dunk?
2: Where were you? How old were you? What shoes were you wearing? All that good stuff, man. So my first dunk was my last month of high school. Um, it was in the high school gym. We were just having uh, it was like basketball season was over, so we we're just in there playing. Um, this girl I was talking to at the time happened to walk in the gym, and I, had, you know, had been the guy who practiced dunks all the time and just miss, miss, miss. And this time, I, I just everything lined up perfectly. Threw it off the glass, caught it with two hands, and uh, it was like one of my, one of my. You know, better dunks. I finished with a ton of power on that, and it's just like I still remember that to this day. Uh, I think I was wearing the, uh, see, would have been the Nike Shox uh, BB4s uh, that Vince Carter was wearing at the time. So you
0: kissed it off the glass, and so did you get a kiss from, from the girl?
2: Uh, so, yeah, I,
0: after the uh, after the kiss off the glass, definitely ended up with a kiss from the girl. Awesome, awesome, man. Uh, and then I know you, you play around with a lot of dunks. We see you do the transfer dunk off the back. For, for people that don't know that, that's when you you know almost pass it to yourself off the backboard. Or even I saw in one of your attempts you did, you tried to jump up and pass it back to yourself off the ground, which would be crazy. I can't wait till you complete that one. But uh, talk about some of the...
2: I guess your favorite dunks to do and then maybe something that you're working on that maybe we haven't seen yeah so those dunks that you mentioned are kind of the ones that i'm i'm more known for um so we all have you know we're all built a little differently so we have different strengths in terms of guys that are in the dunking community and one thing that i'm not that great at is keeping the ball in one hand and moving it around a lot I, i tend to lose control of it so uh i focus more on on things that are a little more technical in terms, of, in terms of movement catching and things like that. So those transfer dunks, uh, other, you know, things like what Dw- uh, Dwight Howard did in his dunk contest, uh, those are a lot of the dunks that I've spent a lot of time on and, and kind of like to come up with some, uh, some different variations for. Um, so one of the ones that you mentioned was the bounce off the ground. Um, so that's one that I'm working towards and one that I, I really hope to get uh, basically just going up. And it's kind of like a reverse pump motion. But instead of just pumping it and bringing it back, I throw it off the ground first. And then another one I'm really trying to land is uh, the Dwight Howard off the backboard, catch it with my so it's basically a transfer off the backboard, catch it with my other hand, and finish with an elbow instead of just a regular dunk.
1: I know a lot of people just remember, you know, the the MJ neek battle back in the um, mid 80s. But you know, nowadays, I mean, dunking is an art form. It's something that people actually strive to do. And I know. A lot of people want LeBron James to be in the dunk contest, but uh LeBron James hasn't had the you know, the guts I would say to enter the dunk contest. But you know, Glenn Robinson actually did have that opportunity this past year. He won the dunk competition and you had the opportunity to work with him. So maybe talk us through that process that you had with him and that experience and um, kind of going into the dunk contest, did you feel like he was gonna win, all those good
2: things, man? Huh? So basically Glenn's Glenn's agent reached out to a group that I work with, Team Flight Brothers and he, he They had spoke to his agent about him being in a dunk contest, but Glenn didn't have any dunk contest experience. He'd only done one uh, for a high school, like, All-American uh, contest, but he wasn't really a trick dunker. So, uh, you know, we were obviously ecstatic to work with somebody like Glenn. Uh, we, we met him, and the first thing he said was that he didn't know how to do any trick dunks. He did a 360 windmill, and that was about it. He just was willing to listen and do whatever, basically whatever we... we we're able to teach him to do, and working with a guy like that is easy. I mean, he obviously has the tools to be a great dunker. He jumps high, you know, has a big frame, long arms, all that sort of stuff. Um, so, you know, all the talent is there. It's just a matter of of the technique and the uh, basically the experience that comes with guys that are experienced dunk contest contestants. So, uh, you know, we're working on things that he's going to be able to do first try, things that he's going to be able to put a lot of power into and and some flair and we wanted to basically just give him a game plan to where he's not gonna beat himself.
0: That was exactly what most fans were thinking when they saw his name pop up. It wasn't that he doesn't have the tools to do it, it was just that we didn't think of him as a trick dunker, so I think that's why a lot of people slept on him. Nobody, at least from my perspective, knew that you guys were working with him until obviously you guys did a great job after, back posting some stuff, and uh, and then everybody catching wind and seeing that, even including myself, I was like, wow. I, I remember watching it I'm like, Mom, that's Chase out there. <laughs> so that was uh that was pretty cool. And I know you have a very unique experience in that. So I think you'd be the perfect person to ask this last question to. What do you think the NBA should do with the dunk contest? Because Glenn was very smart and intelligent in reaching out to you guys. A lot of guys are cockier and they just try to go for it because they you know, they they can do a couple different, you know, dunks that they've done in practice, but do you think it should stay with the professionals? Do you think Because I I mean, there's some dunks that you do that I feel like if you were in the
2: competition, you probably (laughs) would be Glenn. So uh, what's your perspective on the NBA dunk contest? So in terms of what they should do, I think that definitely it it needs to start at the top. So whoever's running the NBA dunk contest needs to help these guys game plan. And basically it comes down to that, you know, the two guys that that were Glenn's biggest competition were, uh, Aaron Gordon and Derek, uh, Derek Jones and they are two of the better dunkers that have ever been in the NBA. They're, those guys are huge they have unbelievable verticals um, you know if they're super talented dunkers on top of that I've dunked with with Derek a couple times being that he went uh, went out here to UNLV here in Vegas and he has you know he has the talent to be anybody in a dunk contest anytime including professionals but what those guys don't have a lot of times is the right game plan. So it's just, you know, I was able to look at those guys and kind of come up with what they, like, what dunks they were going to do and come up with a game plan to basically to be able to take their steam away from them and get them doing things that they didn't want to do. Uh, that's kind of the plan that we had to beat Derek, And Aaron, I think, beat himself by by going, he, I don't think he respected the competition besides Derek enough and he just came out with some stuff that was going to be too gimmicky and too easy um, but if they, if those guys would just you know re, kind of reach out to some of the others reach out to some of the professional dunkers or you know have somebody that's running the contest that's that's uh, you know involved in professional dunking I think that it would be a much better show just have those guys kind of kind of brainstorm and come up with uh, better options and you know just like hey you know I don't think I don't think just dropping a ball from a drone and doing a regular between the legs dunk is, is really adding anything to the dunk. You know, it's, you know, just the little props like that. Like if you're going to do a prop, have it actually add something to the dunk, not just, not just be a show.
0: Awesome, man. So we got to get Adam Silver on the line and try to, try to get you on as a dunk commissioner. That was a great answer.
1: (laughs) I know, man. Well, I can't let you get off the show without asking two important questions, man. You're a basketball guy. So question number one, who in Chase's mind wins MVP this year in the NBA? And then question number two is who wins the NBA championship? And in how many games?
2: So as far as the championship, uh, if the if the Warriors stay healthy, I don't think anybody is going to beat them even more than more than one time in a series. Um, you know, especially when it comes to the when it comes to the finals and it comes to the East. Um, you know, the the Cavs have just struggled so much defensively that I don't think they're going to give them much of a series if they if they get there. Um, But MVP is another topic. I kind of have a a more unique view, I guess, compared to what other people have in in basketball, and I appreciate some different things. So my MVP this year is Kawhi. Um, You know, I think that just because he's such an efficient and, you know, top offensive talent, but on top of that, he's one of the top two or three defenders in the league. And, you know, I think that being being on both sides of the ball like that and, and what he brings to the team, you know, all the way through the game it makes such a difference compared to, say, a guy like a guy like Westbrook, who may have you know amazing stats, but he has a lot of deficiencies and takes things away from the team as well, especially on that defensive end. Where this year he's he's done a lot more resting, a lot more just you know one hard reach and then kind of fading away for the possession. And you know I just I can't think that that's the most valuable player. I, I want my MVP to affect more than just the offensive side of the ball.
0: No, true. It's going to be very, very interesting to see because I think obviously a lot of people if they had to if they had to vote right now, Westbrook had his moments. But I think it's going to be very interesting to see how everybody else votes and ha- and who you know. Because my fear is, I think Harden's going to lose out on a lot of second place votes. I think people either are all in on Harden or he's a third place guy, and I think that's what's going to separate him and Westbrook. But I do agree. It is it is really really funny how. We call Kawhi the best two-way player in the game. Is it like you're not supposed to play defense in the NBA anymore? Like if you're the best two-way player in the game, doesn't that mean you're the best player in the game? But you know that's a that's a whole another topic that we can go down. But uh, Chase, before we let you go, so I know you got to run. Um, what is your Instagram and where can people find? All of your
2: dunk highlights, obviously we're posting as much as we can this week, but where can people find uh, all, your, all your videos? So my Instagram is at Chase, the number four, the word three, so Chase for three. Um, I post a lot of my dunks there. Um, also, you can find some of my dunks on at Team Flight Brothers. Uh, that's uh, pretty much where where all my content goes these days I'm going to be doing a vertical basically like putting out a book and some programs based on like how I've improved my vertical over the years and I'm going to put that out with uh, with Team Fly Brothers probably in the summer um, but that's it's a little bit later so that's, that's pretty much it though
0: well that's awesome man and thanks again for joining us today enjoy the family bro
2: appreciate it man I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks a lot for having me on.
0: All right, guys. So, again, thank you to my brother, Chase Kid Check him out on IG at Chase43. That's the number four. So, make sure you check him out. Follow him uh, because he will be posting a lot more of those dunks and those exciting uh, contests that he'll be in for sure. So, thank you again to him. And as we transition, man, we'll be remiss to not say thank you to our guy, Jared. I can never pronounce his last name, but Jared, uh, J. Krupp, as I call him, Shout out to him for taking over our social media during the uh, Boston Marathon. I know that he had a lot of cool posts. So, again, our Instagram is at underscore stripedalk And you guys can go over there and check out some of the pictures that he posted yesterday and uh, let us know what you think. And, you know, there's tons of different shoes that you could wear when running in the marathon. Uh, but for, you know, some people like yourself, Jonathan, who are a little bit more skinnier than, say, me, <laughs> you guys got... Way more options. Me is kind of just ultra booster die, <laughs> but uh, but there are a lot of options. And uh, I know you actually just coped the uh, the Boston Marathon shoe, right?
1: Right, I did. It happened to go on sale, and anytime I could find a boost item on sale on adidas.com, I'm jumping on it, and we can get the sale price plus our discount. But that's a whole another subject for a different day. But uh, you know, I definitely. I feel like it's an awesome shoe. You know, Boston Boost in general has always had a great product. Obviously, you know, they got the, the Audi, Audi franchise that lives in running. But for something like the Boston Marathon, obviously having a shoe called the Boston Boost, definitely one that you want to run in. And it was crazy to see so many other top finishers and men and women in the Marathon wearing Adidas product, which was amazing. So uh, huge shout out to everybody that had the opportunity to run in the Boston Marathon an amazing event and we appreciate Jared for coming through, taking over on Instagram, showing us an amazing insight into the whole Boston Marathon event that goes on out there. So and also big shout out to the boosters that went up there as well with him. So huge shout out to our big field team. We appreciate you guys putting in work out there over the weekend. Yes,
0: sir, for sure. And like you said, man, Adidas running is killing it. Uh shout out to Andy Barr. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna play that before we segue into the boost battle. Here's the little snippet again of our God familiar Max, shouting out a bunch of people. Uh, so pay attention to these names because if you guys don't know who these people are, they're very important people. So, so go ahead and drop that part again. Shout out Sarah Hills and Andy ba. Shout out Smart King. We the newest star. So again, just wanted to play that real quick and shout out to get to our God familiar Max. We're gonna see him actually. Hey. We're going to see him on, on what, Thursday or Friday this week coming up. So that's going to be awesome. Can't wait for Atlanta. Shout out to you again for having a guys weekend down there for your wedding. So can't wait for that, selfishly. But for the people, we always got to give, as Jalen Rose says, got to give the people what they want. So we got Boost Battles again, another successful Boost Battles. Um, battle <laughs> and this week it was for the crazy explosive which you guys see on the cover art this week um, obviously Chase did a great job of breaking down why he loves the crazy explosives for us you know we talked about it in season one it was in our top three shoes Uh, pretty much on every single list that we did you know besides lifestyle shoes but even in a lifestyle mode i mean now that they have the lows you can kind of wear them out with some jeans or with some different things but boost battles again shout out to everybody this coming episode though we have a special boost battle episode three will feature the nmd shoe so john what's your favorite nmd to date right now what's the nmd that you got
2: man
1: put me on the spot man put me on the spot uh, NMDs, man, I really like the XR1s, um, those are my favorite, I love the upper on them, the prime, it just feels so much different than something like an Ultra Boost, so that would probably have to be my favorite NMD so far, uh, what about you, man?
0: For me, uh, it's a tie, I love the Human Race Pharrell NMDs, those, I feel like, mo- one of the most comfortable shoes of all time, and I have the Tangerine colorway, so, of course, you'll see me out still rocking those. And then uh, also, you know I'm a huge fan of Kip. You know I'm a huge fan of Kip, so before I even get started on the CS2s that we did with Kip, let me first shout out my guy Kareem, and definitely our guy Chris, our day one uh, Maroon NYC. Started the whole rendering thing. I got to make sure I give him a shout out because sometimes he plays us in the Kip uh, store over at Burdolph Goodman. So I would actually even... Yeah, I'd go with the CS2, the City Sock 2s that we did with Kip. That collab, it's an awesome shoe. It has that little stability block on the inside. And I just think the comfort level on that one is really close. I would give the edge, though, to the human races if I had to choose. But uh, but those are probably my two top NMD shoes. And I'm spoiled, man. We get so many shoes and we see so many shoes out in the field that I'm kind of like, if it's not prime knit, I know it's not so a collab. I'm not really right, <laughs> so uh, so I'm spoiled, man. But stay tuned to our page because we are going to do something really cool with Pin Trill, Uh So make sure you guys stay tuned to that because you know we got to give the people what they want, John. We got to give them what they want. Yeah,
1: hey, I feel you, man. I feel like with all these collabs, man, and you talking about we spoiled, we're not that spoiled yet, man. We don't have that strike talk collab with enemies, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? So we're still trying to get on that level, man.
0: Man, there are so many things in the work, but we are spoiled in the sense that my guy, Randy the Cobbler, our guy, Randy the Cobbler, friends of the show, he was able to actually do a collab of our own. So we don't have our own strike talk shoe, obviously, but I was thinking before the season started, hey, I love Crazy Explosives, right? But it's starting to get towards the summertime. I know the lows are going to come out i kind of want something that you know nobody else really has so i threw this idea this concept at him i sent him up a pair of my red suede dan smiths and my red crazy explosive high tops that came out and uh yeah he didn't even hesitate we did some couple pictures back and forth a couple ideas and i couldn't be happier with the results if you guys have tuned into our instagram page you do see the results and uh, of course we're going to have this along with chasing stuff as bonus features on the app but um, yeah the, the hybrid that he created that little i call it my crazy sand he did kind of like a, a shoe surgeon type uh thing with my uh, sand smiths he used those uppers and then obviously the crazy explosive bottom so shout outs again to him i love him these things are unbelievable
1: exactly man i'm super jealous uh I don't know why you didn't get a nine and a half as well. I mean, only a size 12 is all they have, but uh, no, I'm just kidding, man. Uh, We appreciate Randy looking out as always. He's killing it in Arizona, so huge shout-outs to Randy.
2: Yes, for sure.
0: Huge shout-outs, Randy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, bro. Thank you.
1: All right, so once again, thank you to Randy for coming through on that rendering of the shoe. So we'll go ahead and jump into the NBA playoff. Obviously we just had opening weekend of the NBA playoffs that just passed over the Easter weekend. So man, I wanna go ahead and get predictions for you. We didn't do it in episode one, but I'll get it for you in episode two. Even though it's a little bit of cheating, we'll go ahead and let it slide. Who do you have for league MVP first? Okay. And who okay. do you have one in the finals? And then if we say we do tie in the finals, How many games will they win in the finals as well,
0: too? Wow. Okay, yeah. I think we're all on the same boat as Chase when it comes to the NBA Finals, which is, if the Warriors are healthy, they shouldn't be tested. I think Cleveland made a lot of great moves. Uh, However, not having Andrew Bogut and playing the the type of defense that they're playing right now, it's going to, it's really hard for me to see them needing a healthy KD Warriors squad. So I'll go Warriors in that my gut is saying to say five but out of respect for lebron i want to say six so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say six warriors and six i think cleveland will win uh win the two two in cleveland so i'll go warriors and six but for league mvp man this this breaks my heart i think you gotta give it to westbrook even though I would love, absolutely love, to see James Harden win it with his first signature shoe coming out. All of that would be amazing for our brand. I think James Harden obviously has a ton of different reasons why he should win it. Mike D'Antoni is definitely Coach of the Year. Um, even I think Eric Gordon on his team should probably win Sixth Man of the Year. But I think because of the of the team success. Um, he should be ahead of Westbrook, but at the same time, Westbrook did something that I think all of us never thought would be possible unless LeBron James is going to do it. And now I, I feel like to Kumbo might be able to do it eventually, which is average triple-double. And so for that reason alone, I got to go with Russ. I'm hoping our guy Joel Embiid gets rookie of the year. I know he only played like you know 30-some-odd some games, but if he could win rookie of the year, that would be tremendous for the brand. Obviously, I picked Eric Gordon to win. Um, six man of the year, that would be tremendous for the brand. Uh, Mike D'Antoni, coach of the year, defensive player of the year. I'm hearing a lot of Rudy Gobert talk, but I feel like they're going to give it to Draymond. Um, so I, I got Draymond Green on that one. And let me see. Did I hit on all of them? Oh, most improved. Most improved player. i go Giannis. Giannis out of the football. I think that he's done more than enough to win that award uh, for sure. So those would be my picks. And, again, Warriors in uh, – I'll go Warriors in five, actually. My gut keeps telling me to go five. I think, yeah, Warriors in five, man. What who do you got?
1: Got you, man. I mean, I'm literally going complete opposite of you. I think I want to drop a little bit of my basketball knowledge. Even when Oscar Robinson averaged a triple-double and he also, you know, had 41 triple-doubles in one season, that year he didn't win MVP. So I think right. With-
0: Before you even say it, I I feel you, but you gotta also remember, man, Will was averaging 50. Year. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It- Will was averaging 50. Will came in second, and then Bill Russell came in first because it was a team. You know, they wanted to reward the team. But like, bro, like All right. the, old, the I feel like the only reason he didn't win it was because he- <laughs> Will was averaging 50. Like.
1: I think it would have been more impressive if he would have done it last year with Kevin Durant on the team. That would have been impressive to me. But for me, it's all about winning, man. And I feel like, you know, James Harden, I feel like he wins more awards this year than a lot of people are expecting. I feel like he wins most of them just because of no one thought he would ever lead the league in assists. Like, no one thought that. So I think with that, being able to have it. Yeah, you, you thought that, but oh, you were probably oh, right, like one right, of, right. yeah, yeah, you're probably like one of a thousand, you know what I'm saying, I, I just, so the it was kind of, I, I just wanted
0: yeah. record to record the show, I just wanted the record to record the
1: show, Ja did yeah, think that, man. Man.
0: Renard, Bill, Jefferson, thought <laughs> that. <song laughs>
1: I feel you. I definitely didn't think that. And for that reason, I feel like he is most improved, you know. No one thought the Rockets were going to finish third in the Western Conference, which is we all know is the hardest conference in the NBA is the Western Conference. The Eastern Conference is a, is a joke. You know what, Boston and Cleveland? Cleveland definitely has the hand over Boston. So that's for that reason, I say Harden wins MVP. He wins most improved. And more importantly, he puts on a show in the Western Conference doesn't win the whole thing, but definitely puts on a show. I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the Western Conference Finals facing someone like either, you know, San Antonio or, you know, Golden State. But I feel like Golden State will get will get tested in the first round, and the Blazers may push them to six. And if it goes six, it's definitely going seven. So I feel like that could be an early matchup that can get tested. And, of course, our boy Dane from the Adidas brand is going to show out in the playoffs. So I'm going... Warriors will win the Western Conference in a tight race. They will go up against Cleveland like they did last year. And to me, I never discredit the best basketball player on the planet, which is LeBron James. I never bet against LeBron. And the reason why is because he always proves us wrong. He knows how to turn it up, knows how to turn it down. And for him, this is his time to shine. You know, he's been to, you know, so many finals in a row. I forgot, you know, I lost the count. So I'm going Cleveland in seven with another magical series. I wish our boy Shump was still rocking the three strikes. But another subject for a different day, man. But that's my prediction. Cleveland in seven. James Harden winning MVP. James Harden also winning most improved player, defensive player of the year. I got to go with Kawhi Leonard for San Antonio just because he worked so hard and he's also you know been a proven starter proven you know person that could be possibly an MVP one day so I'm going with him for defensive player of the year man and that is all I got what you got for words of wisdom listen, bro
0: oh my words of wisdom is don't pick against the Warriors now no <laughs> <laughs> out. No, no, no. those, uh, those predictions are definitely like I, again I want James Harden to win it so so badly but I just feel like you're either totally for Harden to win, or the writers are, you know, trying to figure out ways and why to discredit James, which is unfair to James, because, I mean, men. he's he almost averages 30, 11, and 9. But that's, that's cool. again, another subject for another day. Like you said, that's kind of crazy. So, um,. Okay, words of wisdom for this week for episode two. I'm going to start it off. Uh, It was a rough week for for my family. So, again, thank you to everybody that you know, sent their prayers and condolences, Uh, was running around and making sure, you know, my family was okay this week. So I'll go with a tough one, which is there's a blessing in the storm. So, you know, you always want to count your blessings. You always want to make sure that you're around loved ones whenever there is, you know, something going on. And again, I appreciate everybody, my whole team, Arch Rival, Adidas, everybody that reached out to me uh, because it was a rough week in the life of Ray Jefferson this week. But uh but yeah man, thanks again to everybody and that's gonna be my words of wisdom this week. What you got from the job?
1: Definitely man. I mean, you know I already make sure I show my condolences to you and your loss for your family, but definitely do it on the air. So um, you know, from the bottom of my heart, man, uh we are with you. We're in your prayers, making sure that you get through this rough time, man. But I will leave on a little bit of a happier note How about that. And last week you hit us with a Jordan quote. So this week, I will hit us with a Jordan quote this week. And there is no I in team, but there is an I in win. And the reason why I brought back to that to <laughs> is because there was a story that I'm, I'm a huge Jordan guy. And, um, you know, obviously being down south, like literally Jordan was king down here. So there was a story that went floating around. And I read about it in Rare Air, actually, um, a book. And uh, Jordan, his first couple of years in, in Chicago... He was going back and forth with the coaching staff, and they would always, you know, give him the worst runaround because they knew he was a superstar. So what was happening was Jordan would be on the the court, and his team would be up. And midway through the scrimmage, he would switch Jordan to the losing team. So Jordan would have to work harder, and basically, you know, he'll end up losing. But Jordan always ended up winning. And uh, that definitely stuck with me. It's like, you know, you may end up being on top, you may be up, and, you know, at the last minute, you get switched around and, you know, have to come from behind and still find a way to win. So um, I know there's no I in teams, um, but there's definitely an I in win, and I feel with Stripe Talk, we definitely win together as a team, man. So huge shout-outs to Ray, man. Without you, there is no winning for us, man. Bro, thank you. That means a lot.
0: And, uh, yeah, before I go, obviously rest in paradise to my god dashi and definitely rest in paradise to my amazing pop-up you know i know you're playing cards up there in heaven and uh looking down and making sure that i'm doing all the right things i appreciate you you told me from day one from my first radio show in college that uh that i should be doing this for a living so i i obviously appreciate that and i know you're gonna be listening from up there so i love you pop up